Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode we are talking about Ready Player One, the novel and the new film adaptation that we just saw a couple of days ago. We're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on guys? This is Ron. Mrs. Dylan. And I'm Michael. Um, but before we get into uh, Ready Player One, uh, we're going to make sure we don't forget our our Pickle of the pickle Week. Pickle of the Week. Pickle of the Week. Pickle of the Week. Um, my pickle of the week is uh, X-Men Grand Design Trade Paperback. Uh, it, it, Treasury Edition. It is X-Men Grand Design 1 and 2. It's nice. By, it's huge. Uh, yeah, it's, it's huge. huge. Uh, by, it uh, smells all of it. It does. It smells real nice. No, I like, um, it. I like this one. And it, it's by Ed Piscor and the it's the cartoonist. Yes. Ed, Ed Piscor. And he, it's Grand Design 1 and 2 and then a recoloring of X-Men number 1. And it's awesome. I bought it. Yeah, I need to buy it sometime this week. It looks really good. Yeah, I love the cover. It's so good. Uh, that's, so that's my pickle of the week. Dylan? My pick is, I'm not exactly oh. sure how to say it. It's Isola or Isola or whatever. Something like that. I-S-O-L-A. Yeah. It's a new image, image number one. It's really pretty. I haven't it read it really yet, pretty. but I'm picking it because I'm excited about it. It's by the... It looks really cool. from Brendan Fletcher. Uh-huh. who did Motor Crash and uh, Gotham Academy and Batgirl. Yep, yep. And Carl Kersel, who is an artist I really like. He did Gotham Academy also. Huh. And it's it about a really girl good. with a tiger. <laughs> because it's it got like blue stripes. This girl with a a blue tiger. tiger. It looks really no, good. No, the tiger's black, I'm excited. but the stripes are blue. Then he blew. Who blew? <laughs> tiger blew. <laughs> what are y'all doing? So. What's your pick uh, of the week? I got one. Uh, it is uh, Black Bolt number 12. You only have one pick? Yeah, I got one. Highs and here's you don't have to compete. Well, I mean, Batman White Knight, whatever, it's fine. I got one. Um, yeah, Black Bolt number 12. Black Bolt 12. Uh, it is the last issue, unfortunately. Oh. I know. Did you see Death uh, of Inhumans is coming? I did. I did. Um, whatever. I'll wait and see what happens there. But yeah, Black Bolt number 12, it's been a good ride so far. Uh, both of the writer and artist are going on to other projects working for Marvel, so we'll see what happens. At least they got like an ending. That's, you know, that is very true. Was randomly canceled, right? For sure. Okay, your book's done. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve issues is pretty long. He yeah. wanted to do another arc if they let him, but you know, it's good. I'm I, I'm happy with the with the eleven. Well, so. they're all gonna die anyway. <sighs> Death of humans. Marvel, sorry for trying to make them the X Men. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, sorry. Look, look, we tried. Everybody hates the Inhumans, man. I love the Inhumans. I like. Them I too. do too. Um, stay tuned to next week when I'm gonna talk about the Inhumans. Or oh, in two word. weeks, yeah. two weeks, on our uh, feel top free 10, to uh, uh, yeah. give us your uh, top five graphic novels. Yeah, we're gonna do top ten, but if you would like to submit your uh, top five graphic or your novels top graphic or novel top top ten, whatever, who cares? Top fifty, top give us, top one hundred and twenty-five, uh, whatever you want to do. We'll uh, yeah, we might uh, might shout you out on the show. Uh, for sure. Give us the list of your top graphic novels. Uh, in It'll order, in order. I haven't started yet. Oh, I, I've started. <laughs> I'm mostly done. I, I'm 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 now having to like fight Figure between what, places placements. Yeah. That's gonna be my problem. Yeah. No. Well, I've started. Too. <laughs> Dil- Dylan's finished. Yeah, I'm Dylan. Done, Dylan, well so. known for his research. Hey, this sounds familiar. Somebody else used to do that. They used to be like. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, um, so we're gonna talk about the book first because we read this for book club. Um, Ron actually read it super I read early. A little, a little I think you read it like a, January. Uh, it was in December. December. Wow. I had a wow. I had a trip hmm. to Dallas, so I took that time That's to, right. uh, to get it out. The listen way. to the audiobook. That's right. I think we all three listened to the audiobook. Full disclosure. Yeah, yeah for um, sure. So we actually read it. We didn't read we it. We did. 
<laughs> we did read it. Um, Sorry, Nick. We read it. <laughs> um, just uh, speaking of the audiobook, I th- I normally don't like Will Wheaton, but I thought I liked him really as the narrator. Okay. I I think Will Wheaton's kind of obnoxious and full of himself, which I'm sure he I mean, loved when he got to reference himself being <laughs> in the book. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but anyway, he was good though. Yeah, he no, was, like he was really good. Um, speaking of, just completely random aside, I just finished uh, a, a novel that I actually really hate, uh, Heart of Darkness. Have you ever read that? Mm-mm. It's a high school. It's a book you read in high school. Um, but it was narrated by Kenneth Branagh, and, oh. it, and it made it it made it good. Why do I know that name? Uh, he, a Murder on the Orient Express, and he's lots a of director. And he's actor. A, okay. He's like a Shakespearean actor and director. Okay. He like I know I've heard that name before. I he just does, don't know where it's where it's. He does mostly from. Shakespeare adaptations. Okay. And weird literature stuff but he narrated it it was really good the story still I hate bug me. But I know that name from somewhere I, I hate know, the book I he's know. in lots of stuff okay saying. I have to look it up yeah he, he was in Murder on the Expre- Orient Express but I, I don't think you saw recent that one? no I yeah. didn't see it um, but anyway um, so shout out Kenneth Branagh there you go uh, good if job on that narration yeah if, if, if you're listening Ken <laughs> oh Ken yeah we're friends we're friends yo boys um, yeah we're boys with, um, the, with the Z or with the S just the S okay I don't know him that well okay um, but anyway, uh, oh, wow. so I, this <laughs> Ready Player One is uh, by Ernest Cline. Um, yep. It was his first novel. He also worked on the screenplay for the movie. He did uh, with Zach Penn, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, who and any this was a book that had a lot of buzz for a long time. It came out in 2011, um, and up until the last year or so, it had nothing. I ne- I never heard anything really negative about the book, other than you know it's kind of. I yeah, feel like same. nobody was really talking about it other than, like, you should read it. Yeah, I only heard, like, oh, dude, have you read Ready Player right. One? And or... I thought the book came out a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's I thought it came ago. out, like, early 2000s. Oh, 2011. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's this guy's first book. Um, he's only written two at this point. He's written Ready Player One and... and uh, Arm- no. Uh, he wrote a book called Armada. Okay. Which mm-hmm. is loosely connected, but not, okay. not really. Because I thought... It, I, somebody told me it was it's, actual It's, like, barely connected you know what i mean okay um not even you would never know unless you know so it's like in the same universe or something or? kind of okay okay uh, i haven't read it i'm okay. just going by what i've read cool online yeah, yeah. um but anyway um so i've always wanted to read Ready player one um but since we started doing this book club thing and i knew the movie was coming out i've been saving it yeah. um it was like one of our first books that we were considering with the book club we we're like oh yeah we're gonna read that when it comes out and then it got delayed and delayed and delayed and we're like, did it really get delayed yeah, yeah this right, movie right, was supposed to come out one one day yeah I've owned it for a long time. Yeah. But I was sort of waiting for the book club. Because sure. if, you're, if you're new to the show, uh, the way we do it is um, Dylan and I, and sometimes other people, um, read a book <laughs> the month before the movie comes out, typically. Um, and then we'll go see the movie and talk about it and whatever. Uh, and so this is the one we were... I, this was, my, I think, my most anticipated one of the year, I think. Yeah, I mean, you... I would agree. You I think so. number two on the list. No, number five? It's up there. Huh? Oh, the no, 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 no. Oh, of the, of the book club. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh no, no, no. I wasn't talking about the power rankings, um, which I should pull that up. But, um, but anyway, um, up until the last year or so, I hadn't heard anything really negative about the book. What about you, Dylan? What was your uh, experience going into the book before you started it? Kind of the same as you. Right. I just heard like a lot of recommendations, and I kept seeing stories online about the movie and it being made and stuff like that, and I was really excited for it. And I was at the panel at Comic Con, the Ready Player oh, really? One panel. Because they did Warner Brothers all together, so it was like Justice League, oh, sure. Ready Player yeah, yeah. One, and a couple okay. others. I can't remember. And it was a really good panel, and it got me excited for the book. Okay, what about you, Ron? 
Yeah, uh, once uh, once the first trailer popped up, I was super excited for it. And I did you know the book? Heard, I heard about the book. Like I said, I thought it came out way earlier than it did. Uh, but you know, I don't read books, right. so I was like, I'll get to it at some point. And then we start. I started using Audible more often uh, recently, so I was like, yeah, I'll get it at some point. So. Sure. So, um, well, Ron and I both like the book. We'll just be full disclosure. Also, spoilers for the Ready oh, Player yes. One novel and the Mo- film. Yes. Um, the, the movie. The movie. Yeah. The movie. Uh, it's I know. Not what, a film. What, <laughs> Spielberg, Spielberg said flick, right? Didn't he say that it was it's not a film, it's a flick? Something like that. No, I think it's a movie. Oh, I think okay. it's a movie. Okay. Something like that. But he referenced Dylan and I's made up scale. Yeah. Of a, I think he heard about it. Is it somewhere. picture? Picture, film, then film, yeah. Then movie. I think it's a picture. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, wow. I'm kidding. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, so Dylan didn't really love the book. Yeah, I yeah. liked it, but I didn't love it. For sure. Which I mean, really like, is contrary to what most people say. Raul told me you hated it. He's lying. He's With, whenever I talk to you about it, it seems like you I think like I did like gripe it. him a couple times it, it seemed, while I was reading I thought you hated it or it listening to it. To be fair, I thought you hated when it. When we talked about it, I thought you hated it too. I was more disappointed because the hype was so high and I was like, this is it. I can, I can definitely yeah, understand for that. for sure. It makes um, sense. And so the biggest complaints about the book, aside from other uh, some uh, cultural things, um, are um, that it's just like, hey, you remember Blade Runner? Hey, you remember Back to the, Fe- Back to the Future? Yeah. Hey, you remember uh, Monty Whatever. Python? Remember yeah. X. You remember yeah. any any anime, anime movie song from the eighties? Eighties, right? Yeah. Um, computer game, and then it was just like references, After and not yeah, for sure. Right, and and it is. I mean, to yeah, that's be fair, what the book is. It is. Yeah. However, I I did I really enjoyed the story. I liked the concept. Uh, I think some of the characters were a little flat. Like I don't really care for Wade. Um, I thought Artemis was especially flat. In the oh, book. yeah, for sure. In the book, yeah, Artem- yeah. Artemis. Than the movie. She is way better. Artemis is not such even a, really a character. She's, she's a she's a Mary Sue in yeah. the in the book. Well, so is he. Well, yeah, though they're they're both lame. Yeah, like the. It's more like the setting that's cool, right? It's it's the concept in the setting, right? It, it, that's what I like. It's a plot. Book. It's a plot book and not a uh, you know a character based character book. book. Yeah, which I think is why I'm a little bit. Bi- bias because i like character driven right for sure everything i got so. you yeah i felt like for me i felt like the oasis was a character you know what i mean like for sure. yeah yeah and, and, it, and it was it's sort of like um yeah but i i really enjoyed listening to it um reading it i thought it was really good um i i, I want to read it again at some point I, it'll be a while before i do it but because i have so much other crap to read but um i really enjoyed it yeah no i liked it too um i liked H in the book mm-hmm. more than a movie, but oh really? There, I mean, there was a lot of. I will get to it. Real but. life H or you or Avatar H? Avatar. I mean, Avatar yeah. H was in, in real life. H, H was different. I, well, there was a lot different in the movie. There's a lot different from the movie. Yeah, um, I liked. Um, there was a part in the book I didn't like, and that was the back and forth between Artemis and Parsifal when they were to have their little eye message conversation. Oh, because in the in the audio oh, book, Artemis. It's, it's, How are you doing? Possible? It has to go through both names, right? Yeah. So it was and reading, it, and I it kind of bugged me on the trip. I was sure. just like, oh, I you would have to... not been able to get through Love Simon because I read yes. every oh, really? email, oh, like would, when they were emailing. Well, oh, okay. wait, I would I would have actually read it then at that point. There's Bad. there's a Michael Crichton novel. Well, I think I think it's his first novel or one of his first novels called The Andromeda Strain, which is a really really good book, um, and it's narrated by David Morse, the actor. 
um, you'd know if you saw him. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, speaking to that, mm-hmm. um, listening to the audiobook, there's a part where they're reading. Um, where, there's, there's like a like a, a black box log from a crashed okay. plane, yeah. and it's or, or from a satellite, and it's literally time, date, oh, latitude, no. oh, longitude, a wow. hundred times. No, and this actor's like twelve fifty one. Whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Latitude, longitude, no report. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> like, dude, wow. yeah, it bugs. Me. I don't know. I, I was like, how long is this gonna go? You listen <laughs> to that, that bugs me. But yeah, so that like, was my only real complaint. Props to the narrator for, you know, not messing that up. And <laughs> for not, sure, yeah. But like, other than that, man, I enjoyed all the. I thought she was kind of a jerk in the book a little bit. Who Artemis? Artemis? Yeah, I don't she know. was. She was. Um, but I, but I don't think she was a real enough character to like to have me dislike her. As a, I feel like she was very like independent, you know, but also like wanted help with the right. clues and stuff like that. It's like, well. I don't know. Well, once once the 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 romance aspect started to uh, started to show up. Well, yeah, but once that started to be part of the story, anything that was remotely interesting about Artemis goes away, and she just becomes like the love interest, the love interest for sure. You know, and I feel like she was kind of that from the beginning, though. You know, I think yeah, she was. I think um, Daito and Shoto had. had, were some of the more interesting side characters. For sure, I like I, them. H and Shoto and uh, yeah, I like yeah. I liked H a lot, and I was I was wrapped up in trying to figure out who H who was. was. Yeah, for sure. But and I liked that it wasn't revealed because my my uh, guess was that it was going to be Halliday. You remember? So I forgot about it. But in the book, Parsifal thought H was a uh, not a, it was a initial. Right in the in the book, he thought it was just her. Well, his initial at the time so he was trying to figure out all these h names that it was right and yeah you see the movie and it's not spelled that way well it's not spelled that way in the book either really okay where in the, the book it is spelled a-e-c-h it's and that is that is the british there's a lot of british influence in this um it that's how in england you spell out the word the letter h it's okay, like how you. you would do b is b e e h is because that's that's how they pronounce h right well no no they say h so i don't know but okay. um, it's all, and also Anorak mm-hmm. uh, from that's a Halliday's avatar right. is uh, called Anorak, which is a UK slang term for nerd, huh, an old UK slang term for nerd. Uh, so that's sort of where that, that. where that all comes right, cool from. Um, so yeah, w- which is why in the audiobook, uh, it it is a little if you don't know the spelling of it, I only knew because of the pop. Okay, and I was like, oh, and then I looked it up and I saw, but they say the, the name is H pronounced. H. Like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. And that's in the beginning. But then, obviously, if you're reading it, yeah, you see yeah, it A-E-C-H sure. pronounced That makes sense, yeah. H. Yeah, I guess it does make sense. You know? Okay, I didn't even think about that. There's, that's the only thing with audiobooks sometimes when there's weirdness with spelling. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just doesn't translate sometimes. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked H a lot. I liked everybody in the book. I liked the side characters more than I liked For sure. Parzival. Yeah, yeah, and, um, I liked I liked Ogden Morrow at the end. Um, yeah. I liked... Um, I thought I forget. I'm forgetting the the head of IOI. Um, oh, uh, I had already forgot the bad that. guy. Um, I, San, Sandoval or something. Uh, yeah, something like that. So, uh, Sorrento. 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 Close. Uh, I th- I thought he was. I thought he was better in the book than he was in the movie. Too. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I disagree. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I I Why? like I like Sorrento in the movie, uh, but I, I liked him in the book better. Oh, Other like than him. the H, I think I liked everyone in the movie better. 
H was a little bit more fleshed out in the book. I feel like. Well, yeah, you know? for sure. I feel like in the movie they just gl- like glossed, glossed over. over the, oh like, yeah. Oh totally. There was like some because they didn't even have like a good chemistry together in the movie. Like you didn't. You you couldn't. It was all they right. Had the, well, they had to shorten it so much that you didn't feel that way. Like they used to hang out in the, the in, little in the basement. basement thing all the time, and they couldn't show that. I, yeah. Well, because of the because of the way they altered the quests. Right. Well, that also. And, yeah. But I mean, the re- the way the reveal was hand- handled. Was I know. A little like oh. oh. Oh well, all of them. They were all just there at the. I'm like, conflicted okay. about it though, because particularly maybe it's better age, that it wasn't a big deal. But at the yeah. same time, it could like open up a conversation. But they also gender, was g- gender identity. But H was also like, what if. Um, Artemis is a 300 pound 65 year old dude or something I was like yeah I was just like well why make that such a big deal if you're not gonna make that a big deal well that that was the thing in the book that was the line in the book yeah I remember no I remember but it was I don't know Yeah, that all tied together for H's character I I agree with Dylan though that I feel like um, getting into the movie just a little bit that um, I think H and the reveal that H is actually a female is different or, or or is not handled. I guess I don't know if I like it better or not. I don't know. Would you have to see the movie? I like that no one was like offended or. Right. Well, for sure. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I and feel like Parzival, Parzival was a little like. What? Yeah. Like. I feel like he was like ten percent away like, from saying you tricked me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like, like that. In the book, yeah, a little bit. Um, I don't know. I kind of liked more Artemis's uh, reaction in the movie. She's like, "Not what you were expecting," and she was like. Yeah, like this mail truck, you know? Like, she just kind of, like, <laughs> went over it, yeah, right, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. It's like, don't make a, she didn't make a big deal out of it, you know? I guess neither did he, but... No, they but... They were, like, no, on the run. I, I, right. It was a... I don't yeah. know. But I think... I feel like Wade kind of sucks in the movie, though. Like, or or, or he doesn't suck. He's just kind of, like, forgettable. He's, he's not, very, like, wooden and numb. And he's he's very Grand Theft Auto three main character. You know what I mean? Like, somebody who's just blank yeah, and you can project sure. yourself onto. It's weird yeah. for, like, a... I don't know. For, um... This type, what, what's the director's name? I completely forgot. Uh, the director? Steven Spielberg. Oh, it's weird for a Spielberg here. character to be like wooden, you know? Right. I feel like they're normally very expressive. And he yeah, was very just I see much, what you mean. very much like. I guess maybe that is intentional making Maybe. Like a I mean, because like. Like our Far Cry characters have more. Or the same amount of personality. Right. I feel like the world they're like, a, they're like a Deputy. nameless. Yeah, yeah. nameless right, person. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I mean. He's kind of reacted to everything. But I feel like the world was more of a character in right. that sense in the movie anyway. Just yeah. like, but here's, he, here's the world. They could have made him more in the know. movie. Well, we're not talking about the movie right now, but yeah. we'll talk about him later. But, but. So the, the, the plot of the book is this guy who created the Oasis, which is like a big MMORPG, essentially. Big mm-hmm. v- VR before that term was around. Right. <laughs> VR MMORPG um, he, that has sort of become the Facebook of... Uh, of today, you know, it's like it's omnipresent. Everybody has it. Everybody's all about it. People are doing it on the street corners. You know, it's it's yeah. the thing, right? Um, he dies, um, and with his death leaves a contest to gain ownership of the Oasis. Or, or gain ownership of Gregarious Games. Right. GGS, Gregarious Games Systems. Um, and thusly... Uh, full ownership of the Oasis. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's, you know, in typical video game fashion, you have to find three keys, unlock three gates, right. and then once you get through the gate, it's a challenge. Uh, and you beat those three challenges, then you get the, then you get it. Um, and in the book, um, all three of the challenges are different. And, th- and there's no gates in the movie. 
So they handle the challenges quite differently in right. the movie. Right. Because in the book, um, it starts out, he's been dead for five years, and no one knows what's going on. And they're trying to figure out, no, no one has even found the first key yet. Right. You know, they have this big scoreboard, and it's all got like placeholder names. It's just as it, it has Anorak ten times, I think. Uh, and in the movie, it's blank. Um, but um, I, one of my biggest disappointments of things that aren't in the movie is the death or like the 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 video that he leaves. You know, it's set to the song "Dead Man's Party," <laughs> which I love that song first first of all. Um, but I was I was hoping to see that in the thing. But in this, we got like a Star Trek funeral or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. So the three challenges were basically what? Uh, it was a D&D challenge was the first one. I was really disappointed in the lack of D&D in this. Yeah, but, I was too. But, you know. Well, what can you do? There, there was a really small reference to Tomb of Horrors, though. Um, on the back of H's mail truck, there is uh, a piece of graffiti that is the 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 mouth or, oh, or, yeah. or the face from Tomb of Horrors that's on the wall. Mm. If you touch it, the sphere of annihilation comes out and kills everybody. So that's like their reference to Tomb of Horrors in the movie. So they did keep a reference in there, For but sure. um, there's a lot. I mean, I, we could just do a whole thing on what is just, and what isn't yeah, in the book. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I, f- I feel like most of the changes were for the better. Um, yeah, I think because, they all worked for because the most part. Yeah. If they tried to adapt the book 100%, it would have been a four hour long movie because well, yeah. there's so much just content and stuff that has to get done. And the book is nonstop, there's so much right. happening. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so in the movie, however, um, the first quest is already underway. They know it's, it's this race. Yeah. So, and in the book, it's, you know, they have to go to my horrors and then get to the bottom and beat the, the lich at the bottom in a game of joust, you know, but in this it's a right. uh, car race yeah. and then, and at the very end, King Hong pops up and eats all the cars. So nobody can figure, nobody's been figuring, able to figure it out. And then of course, Parzival figures it out. You just drive backwards and yeah, um, which is a little Farfetched. That no one, that no one tried that, that. No one had tried that before. That's sort of like in the like in Pacific Rim Uprising, where it's like nobody figured out that Mount Fuji was what was these I guys. Mean, you know, <laughs> well, yeah, but in I mean, in the book, it took them a while to figure out that it was actually on the in the school. So I don't know. Uh, no, I agree. But with like a race that's like constantly going, and people are constantly trying, right for sure. No, like I agree. Someone would have been like, no, for sure. Maybe go back, like see what's behind you you know like, I feel like that's I, even I do that in video games you know right like look at the place where you're not supposed to like go check it out for sure I mean I feel like I don't know I, this, I could be totally wrong I could just be saying stuff but like I feel like kids don't explore games like that anymore oh, I, I could be wrong they, I mean I that's what I'm saying I, I could be wrong think they don't make but. as many games that are as open and non-linear as they as they used to I think maybe well, I mean but that's a whole other discussion yeah um, I mean but but you there's would assume, in games all the time right? yeah. like, well, right. wow, but you, was, that, you would you know? assume that most most of the video games now are mostly multiplayer based and most of those don't have those easter eggs in that world in the multiplayer in aspect, the multiplayer right. aspect anyway so speaking of easter eggs do you ever play Castlevania Symphony of the Night no um, I didn't play any of them I want to though it has easter eggs that are you cannot find them without a guide like oh, really? because it's things like Go stand on this one square, hit down, down, left, right, up, down, or so, something That's stupid crazy. like that. So you'll never, and then stab the sword out that way. For sure. And yeah, then yeah. the thing lowers down as an elevator. Yeah. No one will figure that out. Somebody figured looking, it out. Uh, well, the people who have the strategy guide. Well, yeah. There's something you would never accidentally stumble across. But anyway. Um, also, another random Easter. Have you seen the ones in Far Cry? The first one for it. 
No. Michael and I are both playing Far Cry now. If you go down to the sewers, there's like red, there's like a red, a single. Is red there really? Balloon. Yeah, and you can, That's like, amazing. You can pop it. It's pretty cool. What what it looks exactly pop? like what the sewers pop? from a uh, from Dairy. Yeah. What happens when you pop? Pop the nothing. Nothing. No, it's like. Well, what else do you want? Some, I mean, no, 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 but some laugh would have been cool. Like, just some audio guess, cue. Yeah. That would have been dope. I have, I've started up our uh, my, my notes for next week's show, which is going to be a news show. Um, and there's a piece of it news that we're going oh, cool, to talk about. It's not that exciting. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, but, they started filming in yeah, part right. two. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so um, Parzival gets the thing, gets the key, and the key is just what does it. The key just lets you in, and you're now on the scoreboard, and you get the points. There's no more... You get the key, you put it in the gate, right, and then yeah. you go beat a, a quest. Some, some of the quests. So yeah. that's not a thing anymore. Um, did Were you okay with that, or was that... I mean, if they would have done that, it would have been it would have been twice as long. And the movie was already pretty bloated. Right, it was, it was, like two, it was two, two and a half, minutes. yeah. And they didn't even have any of the high school stuff. You know what I mean? Right, they like, didn't there have was any no... of high stuff, And his... Like family life was very well. We can talk about the movie later, but yeah. Right. I mean, well, I mean, well, we might I mean, as well talk about it yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but so the first challenge happens. He gets he gets the the key in the. We can we can parallel it at, at Go this back point. And forth, yeah. yeah. So, um, he he gets the key in the in the movie from um, Anorak, which is uh, James Halliday's Avatar. Yeah. What did you think of the portrayal of uh, of James Halliday? Did you I, like him? I loved him. I thought he was, he was so he was funny. He was great. Yeah. He was great. Um, and one of the, I think the best changes from the book is the Halliday journals is what what do they call it the like the library right where you go talk oh, to the, yeah, yeah. talk to, yeah. talk to the, the butler and yeah. he goes and shows you video from yeah. I thought that was great as it opposed was. to the way it used to be where they released a what, Halliday's almanac and then just a book it was just a book digital, it, yeah. it was a it was an ebook of like all the journals yeah. he kept and so. And and get that's getting into one of Dylan's big criticisms of the book, is the amount of time. And, and I agree because well, no, I, I, I feel I, bad I, criticizing that because it's not like for sure a I fake mean, world. Like, right? No, I got you. It's well, like I, when people are like, "How do they not tell it's Superman?" Like with Clark Kent, <laughs> you know? Like I feel like well, it's that kind of complaint. Well, I, it is. It is, and it isn't because I was thinking the same thing too, but not with you know watching Monty Python and the Holy Grail thirty-seven times, but with all of these TV series that he watched, like. Multiple he wants all of sure. Three's company. Give me a break. Yeah, he, he like and Not for sure. what was every the movie anime? at the end? Uh, there was like a movie that played a big part. Oh, uh, Blade Runner, and he said he watched it 127 times. It's like. He did not. To Dylan. No. Dylan lost he's a, okay, my, Dylan my complaint like, to go Where's back. the math? And he did the math. I like. He's like Ron. Look, so he's like, like an 18 year old kid. Yeah, and in, he's in like, school. Yeah, so it has to, has homework. So he has I mean, a few hours a day to do stuff. <laughs> Here it goes. And he's seen everything multiple times. Literally everything. Everything. He's that played every game a billion times. Every cla- every eight game from the eighties up until Right. Like twenty forty something. He's played a billion times. He's perfect well, well, at Pac Man. Well, no, well he was he, just playing eighties. He's no, the he's best. Only, he's, he's only better than like the world class Pac Man players. Because he's played it so many times. <laughs> here's Dylan, I, no, I here's agree. Go. I agree I agree with you, but I will I will combat that a little bit with it's sort of it's in they treat the pop culture like they treat it in Fallout where it sort of it hit us it it stopped at a certain time like in Fallout the bomb hits and then they sort of revert back to this and that's what happened when Halliday died is that the world the Went gunters the, the the egg hunters the gunters became obsessed with 80s culture because that's what that's how you win I guess I'm thinking more about the movie Right. Okay. Okay, so 
but still, <laughs> but, but, but everything in the eighties. But but still in the book, times. like it, but, yeah. but in the book, not like, for sure. He's I seen Blade Runner one hundred twenty seven times. I mean, I think. Do you think there's some like world class Pac Man player like in real life? It's like what the heck. Like, well, yeah, because Bill, he was like Billy, whatever his name is, the guy that has yeah. Donkey Kong record and the Pac Man record and whatever all these people like. That's, no, like so in the book he. This is part of my argument that it's like they go hand in hand that he's a Mary Sue. What, yeah. what is mm-hmm. there's like a male version of that. <sighs> I, 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 I forget the, it. Said it. Yeah, both, Terrence said it. Yeah, Terrence said it. It's all Mary Sue. But to me. he thinks that he has to, he's getting the key through this Pac-Man game. Right. Yeah. He thinks he he's found the, the secret. Game and he's like, and then I looked up like some of the strategies of the top Pac-Man players, and then he beat it. He got a, the goal was to get a perfect score, like to get all the fruit and never die. Right. In the whole game, get all the fruit, eat all the ghosts on each fruit. Yeah, uh, like you. Yeah. And the, so Not, he he read up on the strategies from the like world class Pac Man players. And he then fa- he, he failed it. once. Yeah. Oh, he okay. did fail yeah. once. He failed <laughs> once, but then he did it. He's right. perfect at that. Perfect at Tempest. Perfect at like Joust. any time. Any like, any game. Anytime any, there's like a eighties reference, he's like, oh yeah, well I read this this page a hundred times, and that's right. why I know this. You know, like he's got like an encyclopedic knowledge that only I feel like someone. Not even someone, someone over who the lived age of the eighties, right? Doesn't even someone have over the age of forty would need, you know, like to get. It was have a little much. It, it, it felt like the author, the author's voice, you know, who right. obviously loves the eighties. But right. like, why make him a teenager then? You know, no, I got right? You. I don't no, see the reason to make I, him a teenager. I completely understand and and agree with the criticism because I was thinking the same thing too. When it's like uh, when he's talking about all these weird animes and he's. Yeah. He's got. I've got every episode of this downloaded on my blah blah blah. You know, it's like, dude, you, you've seen all of the Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> really? <laughs> all, Are you, of them. all of it. You've seen all of these goofy animes that no one's ever heard of. I guess it's just maybe I'm a little annoyed because I, I know people who like lie and say they've seen everything. Or, yeah, for sure. Or you know, everyone's met that person. Yeah, you know? of course. Like, oh yeah, I of love course. this. Uh-huh. And that's and what he reminded me of. I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone did like, not see Blade Runner 127 times. Now, so, okay, so my thinking with that, with specifically with the Blade Runner, is like, so he probably realistically watched it 10 or 15 times in earnest, but then you know had it on while he was doing other stuff and just counts that as watching The sheer it. hours. That's like... <laughs> Until it's that's like, it I goes. looked it up. I did the math around. It was, I was like a month of his free time, you know? Right. If, say, he had I like five it. hours a day, well, that, that was like a month, full month. But that's if he's it. solely dedicating his time to watching. I love Runner. it. Well, his knowledge is so thorough that he has to be. I think you only need to watch Blade Runner ten times to know everything about Blade Runner. I think. He has a point too. He could have had it in the background. But then when does he have time to watch all the other stuff? Well, see, see, okay, the argument I'm making holds water when it comes to movies. Because a movie is two and a half hours, and that's it. You know, whatever it is. Yeah. But, like, something that has, like, 300 hours of television, you have to pay attention to all that. All the anime. All the anime. All the games. Right. Maybe he's multitasking. And well, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. But like, but like playing a game, and then there's like a small screen. But these like old the games the that he's playing are significantly longer than modern games. Well, he's got all oh, of them loaded yeah. up onto his, you know, yeah, on his, his thing, on his visor. He, yeah, he's constantly playing and going to school. Right. Or maybe he's not going know. to school. Uh, no, it's very it. unbelievable. However, but you can just set that aside. Whatever you right. have to. It's yeah. wish fulfillment from the author. You exactly. Know? I mean, it's it's the whole thing is a fantasy wish fulfillment. You know. Yeah. Um, but. I, I did love how he beat the Lich at Joust, because that is that you, is so true about some games. You switch sides, right? You yeah. switch sides yeah. because, like, I don't know if you ever had this experience. Like, you're playing with a friend, and you're always player one, and he's always player two, 
and then you, you do it a hundred thousand times that way, and then for whatever reason you switch and you're trash. Yeah, for at, sure. On the on the right hand <laughs> side, because that happens with it me changes, with Fight Night. Yeah, it changes the because Fight Night round two and three. I am pretty confident I can beat most people. Mo- your average game player, I could beat them at that game. Mm-hmm. Pretty confident, unless I'm playing on the right hand side. And I'm terrible because <laughs> my friend and I have played it a hundred yeah. hours. I'm always on the left. He played the game and beat it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I've I've played Fight Night Round Three seven hundred thousand times. I've had. I created the game. I basically wrote the game. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, about that. Like yeah. when I had to use a different controller and then I lost Mario Kart to hide. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> Worst mistake. Ever. It was the controller. No I feel like me. you can blame the controller though. If it's you a third, so you can. It. If it's yeah, a third, sure. if it's a third party trash controller, yeah, you can. No, it was like the tiny switch one. Yeah, you know, like, like when I they agree, come apart. No, like, I, agree oh. with you. I agree with you. I see. Um, anyway. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Patsy but yeah, that's my... That's, <laughs> Patsy Walker. Yeah. Uh, that's shout why out I go play to, with Wade. Yeah, I agree. And he's boring. Yeah, and Wade's his, boring in book and movie. Yeah, for sure. A little bit less boring in a movie, but... Right, cause, because they don't, he doesn't talk as much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, thought, I like that actor, though. Yeah, he and was Olivia, fine. I thought Olivia Cook was really good. Olivia Cook was good. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Again, he, I again, like I mean, I understand this is Hollywood, yeah. but first of all, Wade is supposed to be overweight for most of the movie. Most of the movie. Yeah, yeah, they didn't want to do that. And then, and and when he is, gets his own apartment, he's got his head shaved and has no eyebrows, and he's like malnourished, and he mm-hmm. has to like, you know what I mean? Like he. What well, was stuff they like could? Sickly. It was so much no, time. I, could, I understand, for sure. but like, and and then and then Artemis is supposed to have a kind of like. Stocky-ish avatar, right? Um, and Don't then, even get me started on her appearance. Birth. <laughs> appearance. Yeah, Another yeah. rant that I can go yeah. on. What 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 a saint that Wade is for loving this hideous <laughs> troll of Olivia <laughs> Cook. She's you know? so ugly. Like the whole book, I was listening to it, and I was like, she keeps saying like, oh, "You're not gonna like me," or "I don't look like this. I'm ugly." Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, oh no, like I thought it'd be something deep. Like she's gonna be in a wheelchair or right? No, she's something has a impactful. Birthmark. But she has a birthmark on her eye, like oh, not on her eyeball, like over her, <laughs> over her eye. I mean, it's look, some looks like Domino look, from X Men, like a perfectly bit, yeah. placed birthmark. No, I got you. I mean, some people don't don't and think she's that's like cute. gorgeous. She looks exactly like. He, well, in her the book, avatar. she's not gorgeous though, in the because her avatar is kind of like heavy right. set. But she's pretty. She's really pretty. Yeah, yeah she she's is just pretty. not as like tall and model esque as the other ones. You know, right? But, but she looks. Th- they talk about how in real life she looks just like her avatar. Right, for sure. She's really pretty. No, I got you. But she has a birthmark in real life. Some people and don't Wade's like, like their birthmarks. It's okay. Like, it's I'm not disappointed. It. It's like <laughs> that is a real thing. Sometimes people don't like, like, you're like a some ex features on their overweight, body. Overweight, no eyebrows, shaved head, looking <laughs> troll. No, he, he started losing weight <laughs> once he went to. Yeah, he lost weight. Yeah, he started but, working out like towards the end of that uh, depression state he had. Um, whatever. I didn't like that part of it. Like, there's so many missed opportunities for like. Something profound, something like a good piece sure. of character that, development. That's sort of how. That's what I think. That's how you can tell this is his first book. You know, like I feel like that's how you can tell this is like. It's also purely not, wish fulfillment. Well, to the point it's where also, it's a little annoying. It's, well, it's not for the characters. Like this right? is how we you want his this. experience to go. So right. this is how it's going to be. The book is. Wouldn't it be cool if? Yeah. Right. This happened because yeah, it would, he wouldn't like it if it ended up. You know, she was. Right. You know. Overweight. Or something, or like right, or missing or, an arm, or like something. Right. She she had she had uh, twelve toes. Or, like, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, cool birthmark. Would you rather? Okay, okay, twelve toes. 
You get two extra on one foot or one extra on both feet. On one both. on each. Yeah. You want to be or, or you have four on one side. Ew. <laughs> and eight on the other. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> um, that's, but what? So the, I don't know. Uh, so there's another another aspect of the story. There's um, Innovative Online Industries, IOI, the evil corporation, and they are the antagonists. They are out to... Uh, take over control of the Oasis and they have an infinite number of avatars that are just always cycling through the challenge and trying to figure stuff out and they have all the holiday experts and all that stuff. Um, And I liked the way they... They were all just evil in the book, basically, it seemed like. Yes. And I liked in the movie how they were like the experts. You know, yeah. They just wanted to solve it. I thought the experts were great. They were cool. Yeah, In the book they were all just like evil corporations. Because at the end... When Wade won, when they, yeah, they're, they, like, they, yeah. they're like, he did it. Yeah. They were just like so happy about it because this is it's more realistic. I feel like for yeah. sure because experts would. Yeah, they just wanted to see the would like, thing get solved. Like that that's all stuff, they wanted. You know? Yeah, and I I liked when it, in a this scene was in the book uh, when well to a degree when Wade is having the meeting with Sorrento mm-hmm. uh, virtually. Right. Um, I I, I like the way that went better in the movie. Because I, I like how, in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Because he, the actor, forgive me, was Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn. He was yeah. so good in that he was, he was really good because he played it so well. He's getting all the stuff fed to him. But it was so bad, but so I know. Bad. He's like, I, yeah, br- yeah, bro. I just like crack open a, like, a tab. Like, yeah. He was like so fake, but it was yeah, like. Yeah, it was pretty good. But, no, nuanced, he was great. Very nuanced, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, very nuanced for a ridiculous performance. Well, it was nuanced, I feel like, because it was supposed to be ridiculous. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But believable, you know? Believable that it was ridiculous, but passable at the same time. It was really good. So, the second challenge in the book is um, once they... He has to beat the game Dungeons of Daggereth, which is an arcade game. And then that sort of puts him into a scene from the movie War Games with Matthew Broderick. And he has to... He figures out he has to... Of course, he's seen it 500 times. Yeah. He has to... He's playing Matthew Broderick's character. And he has to reenact Re-enacted. the film. Yeah. Which I think is I a really that was, that was an interesting cool. idea. I like that a lot. I that was that, super cool. I love that idea. Because... I didn't care about the movie. Of course not. Because I, I never watched I, the movie. I, I don't really like war games. I've seen it. It's not really my cup of tea. But okay. I love that idea. I think that's, sure. whole, I that think that's cool. amazing. And that's something that like... I would play that. That's a total wish fulfillment. Oh, yeah. Of like, if that well, was... The whole book is, yeah. If, I know, but like, if that was a real thing... Oh, yeah, I played it in a heartbeat. Oh dope. yeah, you pick your favorite movie. And yeah. You're like, all right. Uh, I'm see if be, I can make it through. Yeah. See how far I can It'd get. It'd be dope. It'd playing, be awesome. Playing as a Which uh, favorite movie. What are you doing? But that's not fun to. Which What's your favorite movie? To be like a spectator of. You know. Well, no, well, no, no you, it's a single player game. You know. No, I mean like as the reader. Oh well, oh, sure. Yeah, that's not. I don't like, like. But if you liked war games, you probably would have. I guess. But yeah, see, but I was able to in when I was uh, reading that part. I don't care about war games, but I was able to think about it. You're like, oh man, that would be really cool to do right, that yeah. with. If I was in, you know, it is Blade a cool Runner. concept. Anything, but yeah. it, and then and then once he beats that challenge, that becomes public knowledge. That the flick sinks. It becomes a thing that people do, and you can just go and do that in the Oasis. Right. And so people are doing it, and so they didn't have the flick sinks in the movie. No. But they had a very similar element, and it was, it was amazing. Fantastic. I yeah, it was way better. Loved. The thing it was with so the good. I was, you know, I looked at ten. I was like, I'm glad I was in the podcast because I, I, who, I would have never watched it. I know. Yeah, I mean, because you had never seen it, right? Right. That was my um, first time watching. Yeah. Yeah, and I was blown away. It was no, it was so because good. I was like, 
when they start teasing The Shining, right? I'm like, are they, are they gonna do the War Games thing? Yeah, it's like, is this another like little Easter egg or? Well, I thought I thought it was I thought they were gonna do the the War Games thing where Parzival's gonna have to be Danny Torrance because that's who you'd have to be. I guess Danny Torrance, and you'd have to make sure you do the right amount of pedals, and you have to, (laughs) you know, whatever it is you do. Yeah. Um, And then it was just it was even better than that. Of there was there was a surprise inside, and I I loved. H, oh, H was H, H was, was amazing. Fantastic. So I don't like this movie. H was the one who had never seen The Shining and was right. and was scared of it. But yeah. yeah, yeah. H was amazing. Had never seen The Shining for some reason. Expert Gunter H had never seen <laughs> one of Holiday's favorite movies. But she was scared of it. Yeah, this is true. Um, but I wouldn't watch a scared movie if I was. You know. I, but anyway, so shout out to was that a we did was it a Kubrick episode or was it just a why did we watch The Shining? Was yeah, it, it was, a well, key, no, it was no, no, it wasn't Kubrick. It was we did. It was a Halloween special. We did uh, top Halloween movies because we did a Kubrick episode. I don't think we did because I talked about uh, right. No, we did two thousand one, yes. but that was for the sci-fi movies, classic sci-fi. Oh movies. yeah, I guess so. We right. did Kubrick well, two go. years in a row. So what are we doing the, the Kubrick anyway. episode? <laughs> we'll, we'll do a Kubrick episode soon. I don't we I don't want to. Well, we're just gonna watch Barry Lyndon. It's a three and a half hour historical epic. Oh um, boy. Uh, well known for its lighting. Back back to the movie. Um, but anyway, so yeah. Anyway, Sequence. The Shining. Um, so The Shining, one of the most classic films of Stanley Kubrick, um, which we've talked about. Shout out a year and a half ago, whenever that was, October yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah, something like that. Um, anyway, the characters get inserted into that, and they sort of have to solve a puzzle. But the part with Room 237 and the woman in the tub, I loved that. It was good. And I was wondering what they were going to do with the nudity because like, I know there's like nudity oh, was, in that scene. It's like... Yeah. yeah. It was just H's hand is in the way. Yeah. Like, it's it super good. funny. No, it was and good, then I, I really dug it. I thought it was really good. Um, that and, and just it looked like they were doing it. Oh, and yeah. Because they, they, looked, they, they yeah. took the negative. They, they were using the actual footage yeah. The actual film negative and cut it into it. Yeah. They didn't, you know, wasn't a digital pro- I mean, it was digital to get the characters in there, but you know yeah. what I mean. I'm glad um, they didn't reveal that in the trailer or anything. Oh, yeah, oh, that for sure, been, yeah. It must have been a real, like, Sophie's choice for them to be like, like, I feel like that would have gotten more people interested, maybe. But they're like, no, like, you think let's so? leave it's, it a surprise. It's so you know? good of a reveal. It is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because everybody's seen The Shining. Well, most people have seen The Shining. Yeah, I mean, like, or at least recognize. Oh, for sure. Yeah, They know about the two girls. Right. Oh, I... Dude, so it was good. good. It, it worked, was a good part. And the worked, axe and like it worked the better. Than, it worked better than Morgan. It actually it got me. It jumped. I jumped when the axe went through the door. <laughs> I was like, oh, it worked, yep, I forgot it, about that one. It worked better than War Games would have, right? I For mean, sure. Oh, definitely. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because ha- that's not interesting as a mo- in a movie, right? Like, to so watch what, you play Matthew. If it was another movie in the book, I would have told. That's it, what like, I mean. Like down. as a spectator, you should have something that has mass appeal that everyone likes or a lot of people. For sure. No, I got you. It makes it more interesting. But wasn't it? That was Halley's favorite movie or something in the book, right? I, uh, I don't remember. I'm sure it was like, I'm, this was like well, Halley's movie or well, something like that. S- Steven, uh, Steven Spielberg has an interesting relationship with The Shining uh, in, an, in an interview. I didn't. This isn't for, that I did research. I remember this from an old interview. Um, Spielberg talking about The Shining and that when he first saw it, he hated it. He really? thought Jack Nicholson was terrible. He okay. gave like a kabuki, kabuki performance and it was just over the top and kabuki. stupid. And it was just very, like, theatrical and over-the-top and very mm-hmm. silly and stupid. Yeah. And he sort of has gone over this experience with The Shining. So Steven Spielberg has a very personal relationship with The Shining and was close friends with Stanley Kubrick. Um, 
until he died. Uh, and so he has this big uh, affinity for The Shining. It's one of his favorite films. It be, has become one of his favorite films. And he, he's, you know, he's he's come to think that Nicholson gave more of a nuanced performance that is, it's so over the top that it's actually not, hmm. you know, type of a thing. And yeah. it's it's interesting to listen to Spielberg talk about The Shining because he has he's gone through a really interesting journey with uh, that film. Uh, and so that's why that's, that's I'm assuming that's why that's in there. They put it in there. Yeah, sure. I mean, but and I loved that aspect of how they came to that. They didn't pour over notes, but they go watch video clips, which oh, is right. a very more modern way of doing that. Right. You know, you pull up the YouTube. And, yeah. And then, and I like the way that they got the quarter versus. Oh yeah, for sure. Because in the book, you know, he beats the Pac-Man, gets the quarter, and then this he bets the butler. Right. You know this thing, and then this is the only thing. Yeah. With her reference, in yeah, all and of, the butler. Yeah. Gives him a quarter, haha. But if you've read the book, you know what that right. is. Um, but anyway, so um, what's the third? What's the third challenge? Do you remember from the book? No. No. <laughs> uh, he has to play Zork, uh, which is the text adventure game, but in real life. And then he has to. I don't remember. But it's in, pretty forgettable. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, again, it's forgettable if you haven't... There's a lot of references in there that are just, like, completely over my head. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I know what Zork is. Like, I've heard of Zork, but I've never played Zork. I don't know enough about it to tell you about Zork. Right. Uh, he has to play Tempest. That's what it is. He has to play Tempest. Right. That's the arcade game. Um, which I, I've only played Tempest once in my life. It's a... The really you haven't played, like, 87 times, like, <laughs> Wade at the ripe old age of 18 has? Yeah, right. Um... <laughs> But um, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's perfect. I'm sorry. Um, he is perfect. But so in the third one, uh, in the third challenge, they have to. Uh, in the movie, it's a little different. It's it's a big video game battle, right? Right. Um, the final location is discovered. It's on a uh, uh, planet Doom from yeah. uh, Voltron, right? Um, which was pretty cool. Um, I loved the part when they're driving the DeLorean and Parzival is runs out of ammo, and people just keep throwing him weapons. Oh yeah, that was yeah, and that was like cool. and because they had my favorite weapon in there, they had the the Quake Three railgun. Oh yeah, that was yeah that was dope. Uh, I was like, oh Quake Three. Um, See, I didn't catch that because I know the railguns in Halo too. Right. No, that's from. Uh, and they had Halo characters in it, so I was like, oh, this must be the railgun from Halo. No, it's from Quake. Um, I couldn't tell what design. And it was. I loved the speaking of the Halo bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how they showed it in the real world. I felt like yeah. the transitions in the thing from real to. Oasis world mm-hmm. were different. Were were really uh, smooth and they were good because you know, you, they they show the Halo squad running in the thing and then they and cut to the guys on the street yeah, just with their headsets on. Just, yeah, for sure. Uh, or the kids, uh, the uh, turtles, kids. They're just like kicking in, right. in the street, but it was yeah. Yeah, um, I I really liked it and the thing the the Chucky part was hilarious. Oh, the Chucky part was great. The, the Chucky yeah. part was really good. I it thought the good. Chucky was gonna. I thought Chucky was gonna be stupid because I don't like. Chucky. I forgot he was. I think in Chucky's, the trailer, but, I think yeah. Chucky's super lame. As a character, I yeah. I hate those movies. I, I think <laughs> the boots in the fire. They're, they're so overrated. I hate the Chucky movie, the Chucky sure. movies. Yeah, I mean um, they're alright. Uh, they're terrible. I remember watching. I mean, whatever. I hate, no, people I, like it because it's bad. Right, right, for sure. Right. Yeah. But so I was not excited because everyone knew Chucky was in it because he's in the trailer. Right. But yeah, I totally the, forgot. But the part when Chucky shows up and. He just Parzival just throws Chucky at, at the guys, and you just see like just all of IOI just like dead, dead, <laughs> yeah, dead, it was good. dead. It was good. Um, but um, so they sort of get to the big climax where um, oh, also the uh, the incantation that uh, 
from oh, the yeah, orb the, of yeah, Oz, yeah, right, right. whatever it is that that guy has to say. Uh-huh. Sometimes the incantation is from the movie Excalibur, uh, and it's called uh, it's Merlin's Charm of Knowing. Interesting. Um, Everything's from something. Yeah, yeah I'm well, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but and anyway, so they, they also sort of, how good was T.J. Miller playing Hot Rock? I liked him. I, I didn't know. I was. I wasn't expecting him to be in the movie. He plays so. the same character in every movie, though. Yeah, well, that's like, also true. But. I mean, I, I I like and I like that character. It was it, distinctly T.J. Miller. Right. Like, that's what I'm like, saying. Oh, that's like, T. oh, it's T.J. Okay. Miller. That's cool. Right. I, I liked him. Making his little jokes. Though. I thought it was fun. I, no, I liked him. I liked him. But I mean, he is the same in every movie. Um, I don't but, think he's gonna be in Deadpool that much. Oh, yeah, probably. I think not. they're reducing his role because of his like harassment. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, he's ruined now. He's oh, really? Those, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh no. He's yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Come I mean, on. He was in this movie. So Time's up. R.I.P. Time's up, T.J. R.I.P. T.J. Miller. <laughs> R.I.P. His career. <laughs> okay, but anyway, um, so it's a little. It's quite different from the end of the book because it's more solitary at the end of the book. But yeah. um, in this, they have the big huge fight. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry, I was looking at the the Wikipedia and I forgot about the the. The Monty Python thing, um, but the unholy, the bomb that drove me nuts. That was my biggest complaint with the movie. Honestly, Go the, they, he, he gets the holy hand grenade, <laughs> That's what I meant. which yeah. is from Monty Python, which I know you've never seen. You know I haven't. But uh, <laughs> have you seen Monty Python the Holy Grail? Yes. Okay, so the whole deal. You know he has. Okay, so the well, he might not. Um, but so the the okay. holy hand grenade, the holy hand grenade of Antioch. It's 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 only in one scene in the movie, um, and it's the the whole joke about it is that you have to count to three and then throw it. And King Arthur is too stupid to get it. it, it, it he just it's a one, two, five, three, sir, three, and then throws it. Okay. Like like, but there's lots of jokes leading up to it that you have to count okay. to three. He doesn't count to three; he just throws. throws what, the I mean, whatever. I mean, in a movie that is so concerned with references. <laughs> Like get that one right. The movie is they got references. The, they got the references though, and right. that's it. That's um, all you're gonna get. But, but anyway, um, <laughs> um, Detour. I liked, um, I liked, I liked the ending. Uh, no, the ending I liked the cool. way it worked. I liked uh, the final challenge. I liked changing Ultraman to Gundam, and cool. I liked that Ito didn't die. Yeah, that was yeah. Cool. I was like, that would have been really depressing. Right, and I liked show. I liked show to well show. I don't know yeah. why they changed the name. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it was, was weird. It was Daito and Shoto, right? In the yeah. book. And then in this, it's Daito and Sho. And Sho is an 11 year old boy. Maybe this goes by Sho. I don't know. Maybe. But I thought Sho, Sho was hilarious. Yeah, Sho was good. He was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Don't we just have a sign that says I'm an 11 year old boy? God, get real. <laughs> um, but so uh, that the the part in the the book, which connected with me a little bit less because they were all. They all sort of beat the challenge, and they have to select a, uh, uh, a big robot. You right. don't know for what purpose. They get a little a little figure of it, and then they later on get to pilot it. You right. don't know that at the time. Um, but it's all it's Mecha Godzilla and a bunch of robots I never heard of from a bunch of animes I never heard of. Right. Well, oh, and, yeah. and I remember Mazing- them listing them, and I was like, okay. And well, I knew Mazinger Z only because yeah. I work here. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like I don't for know sure. any yeah. of this stuff. And I'm glad that it wasn't that, and that it was. They still had Mecha Godzilla, and they had the Iron Giant. Right. Which was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, and then, and then in the book, Shaito has this artifact that turns him into Ultraman for two minutes. Right. 
Which would have been hilarious to see a giant Ultraman <laughs> fighting Mechagodzilla. <laughs> but I don't think the general audiences are going to... Less no, people know the, it. The yeah. Gundam made more sense. And, but I love that I choose the form of Gundam. That was cool. I, was I like, thought the form oh, was he's going to be a Gundam. Yeah, and that then, was cool. I, it was... It was stupid, but I mean, it, I really, enjoy, I really enjoyed that part. I don't even like Gundams. Like, That's what I, don't, I don't watch any. I don't, and I was I telling like, Austin, I, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna start watching Gundams, dog. Dude, dope. it was so cool. <laughs> it was, it was dope. I was like, man, I was get, like, is that what this is? I was like, get him, Daito, get him. It was dope. And I, I was, I was a little unhappy with the Mechagodzilla direction that it wasn't like the vintage Mechagodzilla. Yeah, it was sure. like an updated one. Yeah. I thought it would have been. It would have been more fitting if it was like the original, like. <laughs> the studio, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, but less menacing. But, um, so, and it ends again differently. Like there's a there's another like morality test right at the end of the uh, yeah the end of the movie where they want him to sign this thing mm-hmm. you know, and he passes the morality test and then he has this ends up having this discussion with uh, Halliday inside the Oasis watching child Halliday playing Atari. Right. And I thought that was such a Spielberg moment because it like it had so much heart when you weren't expecting it. Like it sort of just came out of nowhere for me. I was like, oh man, that's it. Got it got kind of real in that moment. Like I, I really, I liked this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to. I, I thought I was going to like it for sure. But I thought it, I I really dug it, and I like that they didn't spell out what exactly was going on with Halliday and like right. I I liked it. I like it. I I really really dug this movie. No, it was cool, man. I actually I like the. Um, so we didn't get a chance to talk about Ogden Morrow. Oh yeah. But him being the robot was cool. Oh yeah. I thought that was. I thought that was like. I was like, man, it's like there's not that much of him in the movie. Oh, okay, cool. I'm I, done. I, I liked Og in the book and in the movie. Oh yeah, for sure. For different reasons. Different reasons they yeah. both worked really well. Yeah. But him like just watching from that library of his memories is fantastic. I was like, all right, that's cool. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with that. I, I really liked Og uh, in the movie. I like Simon Pegg. Yeah, well, for sure. Uh, he did kind of look like a young Palpatine when he had his old man makeup at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Next time we go see it, go look at kind it. Kind of like yeah, sure. episode two Palpatine. Yeah, episode, yeah like like the Senate. <laughs> yeah, when he Senate is the Palpatine. Senate. I am the Senate. Uh, shout out our Facebook poll. Go go <laughs> vote on who would win. Parzival. Parzival or the Senate. would win. But anyway, so... What else? What what did we miss? Is I mean, what? I'm sure we missed a ton. Oh of well, there's so well. Yeah, can, so much. I do have a do question what? about one of the references uh, oh, from Acer. Okay. If I can okay. lock my phone. D- Dylan, cool. what, what was your least favorite thing about the movie? Um. Man, about the movie. I would say it's the fact that it was more just like popcorn entertainment than. It didn't have like the heart that you expect from a Spielberg movie. Other than the very like. end with uh, yeah, Holiday, that was a I good thought. moment. But there were like co- his. I feel like they did a bad job of um, explaining how like kind of crappy the real world is and like, sure. his home life and right. why he escapes to right. this world. And, you like, kind of saw it a bit. They kind of glossed over his home life. You kind of saw it a bit. A little bit. I, I mean, not much. Yeah, I agree. Less but, than like, less than the book. She died, and he wasn't even like. Sad about I mean, it. yeah, he didn't. I thought it yeah. was a weird choice. He said, "You killed my mom's sister," or something. Hmm. I was. Yeah, I why did. Yeah, say that? yeah, that was weird. Was it supposed to? Were they supposed to make it make us seem like he didn't care, care? at all? I mean, yeah, it was and, so. I, I was bummed out that they didn't have like a uh, the neighbor. The neighbor, that he, yeah, like, I, yeah. Was his so and so. Well, she was there. He talked to a neighbor, but she died in in the book. Right. So, because in, in, in the book, he was more sad about the neighbor the dying. The neighbor, yeah, than yeah. his aunt. 
But um, which I think is that could be powerful, you know, like you live with like this family and then he kind of just hates him, you right? Know? Right. I don't yeah. know. It, it, they did a better job of explaining why he's always in the oasis. Oasis oh, in the movie and like the so book, yeah, obsessed sure. with pop culture. Right. Like, doesn't really have anything. Why he spent hours and hours watching these TV shows? Yeah. Movies. And in the movie, I feel like he was just very. I'm going past that. Very like wooden, you know. No, for sure. Still, yeah. he he yeah he didn't. But at the same time, I thought like the voice acting and the face acting from him and Olivia Cook, given that they were animated people, right. was good. I think it, it all they had to in. like step it up a little bit because they were animated, you know. Right. Right. So whenever we were t- so me and Terrence saw the movie Friday, and we were talking about it afterwards. She thinks it should have been three movies. One for each. Oh, three movies. One for each no. challenge. And you get to drag out you the know, character aspect of it, blah, blah, You know, blah, Nick right? said that, too. My thought process was it should be two, two movies. movies. If the first two keys, right, get, get through them real quick, kind of build some character aspect to it. And then the third movie, it's all like him and uh, Artemis going on with I, that date stuff. Because it was very abrupt in the movie. He's well, like, right. I love you. It's like, whoa. Yeah, like, oh, well, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you can tell some time, I don't know, I kind of see that maybe some time had passed in between. I didn't say, see that at all. I'm, I might just be like it overthinking it. It like that was it. our first time hanging out, really. Right, I might be overthinking it. I'm going to see it and they didn't. Week, and so. they didn't go into him sort of cyber- stalking her to a degree Before, of like yeah. yeah because it makes sense that you know he would have said that because he does think he loves her because he right because he's been watching all about her and watches her twitch and stream and all that stuff yeah, yeah all that stuff so like he, he it's like he's an obsessive fan you know yeah but they don't have that in the movie so right. like you just have to you so, know yeah. insert your own i think it should have been two movies I, I three's can see, a little much. I, I don't. I can't. I can't see three. But I, I can see an argument for two movies. But I think it's too big of a gamble to make two movies on this. I agree. I yeah. agree with because that it's too. an original property, right? More no, or I less. Agree. You know, it's, uh, I could see it as a mini series. Three could have been a little like too like, like a like a Netflix. Television? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, like a one for sure. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. three movies could have been a little too long because I think the book's a little too long. Just like going over just references we don't need to. You think there's too much stuff in the book? Just too many references. Too many like. Well, yeah. Just downtime. I, I think if they were to stretch it out, the movie in some way, you should use all of your new time spent on character development. That's what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. yeah, I agree. Like no more reference. You don't need any more references. You know, right. I mean, you can have sprinkles, scene. whatever, whatever. Like, but like, develop more of the friendship with with age and the, that, the romance. And that would have been that second movie the, for me in my mind. It's like I don't think they would have done that. Movie. I think they I know would have jam-packed no. more. Pop well, for sure, obviously. I think. Oh, and also, I was going to say uh, way earlier. Um, part of the reason this kept getting delayed. Um, this is supposed to be a movie like years ago as well. Um, is that Ernest Klein was really dragging his feet on allowing there to be this drastic of change? Oh, and, really? Interesting. Um, because he wasn't supposed to be attached as a screenwriter, right? But eventually, I think that was like sort of the deal that they made. It's like <laughs> you can help, you can co-write the screenplay if we can change the crap out of it. I wonder because, if he was mad that it was like way better. I mean, does he think so, it's way better? Or that or maybe he, that was his fear. Well, okay. Let, let, oh, let's sure. let, let's ask that question. Is what's better, the book or the movie? The movie. I Every think, change in the movie, I was never mad. I was like, oh yeah, that is better. Every time there's a change, except for H. Except for well, but H not the wasn't change. really change. H was just like had less shortened. Yeah, but that's just that uh, you dude, know, know that's the nature of a movie. I want to say the, the movie. I I think the movie's better. As much as I enjoyed the book, I think the movie is better. Yeah, every every uh, challenge was more suited for a visual medium, like a race versus right uh, versus a dungeon crawl. Yeah, and watching someone play a game, a game is like no for fun. Sure. It's like 
I do then, agree like, with the that. Shining, like that. That was so cool. Like it was all more playing like well, a big changes battle. they made were better for a movie. For better a for a media. film. Yeah. Right. So I mean, so it's kind of hard to compare. But, yeah. Um, but I was bored at points. In the movie, in the in, in the, the book, book, listening to him try like figure stuff out, which I know is supposed. To, I don't know. I know that's like. No, I got part you. of the I fun mean, is the riddle, you right? Know? But mm-hmm. I got I was a little bored because you know he's going long, to figure like it out. A little, yeah. He's like, you know, he's perfect and he's going to figure it out. So it's just like, just get to the point. I see what you mean. Like, yeah. can we talk about, you know, you as a person rather than you figuring this out? You know, right? And Very video gamey, which is right. Fine, which makes me. sense. I mean, yeah. I I sort of I think I I, don't, I might have said this to one of you. I feel like if someone else wrote Ready Player One, it would have been one of the best books, like, in the past 20 years. Like, I feel like if someone, like, an established writer, like a sci-fi writer, like Kevin J. Anderson, or somebody who, or, um, um, I don't know, doesn't matter. Uh, if there's, there's lots of people that I think if they had had the exact same ideas and thought process, if, if Ernest Klein gave Stephen King the, his outline mm-hmm. and say, here, can you write this book, please? It would have been one of the best books I've ever read. I feel like I feel right. like because Stephen King does characters better than yeah, any pop sure. any popular writer. That's why they're elevated. I feel like in the in the movie. I don't I don't know if Artemis was meant to be an homage to like eighties like a girlfriend in the eighties movie. Do you think she was? Yes, I think. And so. like the kiss at the end and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I but think like it, that's not something that you need to aspire to. Yeah, like no, she was I, awful in the book. Like I, not not in not in that she was unlikable, it, but she was like. Just like, just like an '80s girlfriend, you know, like an '80s action movie. You know? like, For it's sure. like, it's like, it's like the. Have you ever seen Weird Science? It's like the 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 model in Weird Science or just whatever. Unobtainable, like, out of your league, but you. But she still likes it. Yeah, yeah, she still likes the troll. And she was so like badass, but like I don't care. But like. For sure, I mean, you know. I mean, but I'm, in the movie, she was very like, like had like a a balance between being. Like smart and badass and like soft, you know. Right. And, but I don't think feminine. she was even all that great in the movie anyway. But compared to the book, she was compared to the book. She's I think sure. in the movie she's still a Mary Sue. Like she's, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I, I think she's she, like. Well, she might be a Mary. I mean, everyone in the in the movie yeah. is a Mary Sue, so it's not really fair. But she's more likable than him because she's like part of a resistance. And she, she had more things which to that do. That wasn't sure. in the book either. The yeah. Right. The resistance thing. was. She yeah. takes the game more seriously for like the betterment of. The world, the world. not just like yeah. trying to get the keys and she I don't know she a lot of her action was in the real world a lot of what she was doing mm-hmm. which I thought was more she had thrilling. a purpose in the book too and I just can't remember why because at the towards the end of their like outing of dating she was like I need to step back because you're like stopping me from this challenge I don't yeah. I don't remember why though. my biggest my biggest like uh the thing I liked most that was in the movie it wasn't in the book was the like the real world stakes you know mm-hmm. like it had this lady uh, what was her name oh, the lady with uh, the like the long dark hair who was coming after them like the I'm debt like, collector oh, yeah but she was like coming after them Alice? in the real world and there was like was it Alice? maybe that doesn't sound right okay no but it was like maybe I don't know but it, was, it added like a layer of suspense you know right and An then and most of uh, Artemis's stuff was you know taking out the shield and Doing a lot of stuff in real life, for now? which is what Wade did in the book. Yeah, so the which game, I thought I was just more invested in that than Wade playing the video game. For now, Zandor, finale. Yeah, that's oh, what they that's called what it. it. Was yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, and I liked how they were in the uh, truck and she was chasing them down, and then she like got in and the kids fought oh. her off. I thought yeah. that was great. Yeah, uh, yeah. she was uh, very Spielberg. 
I loved at the end when she was when they they were in the cop <laughs> car and he's like, "Now listen to me very carefully, Finale," and she just punches him in the face. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I I really like this movie, and I'm a little bummed out that it's uh, only a 76 uh, on Rotten Tomatoes and an average rating of seven out of ten. Um, just for reference, top critics are 74 percent and average score 6.9. Um, it's just it's hard. I, I mean, to I, find a scale for this movie. I know. I mean, it, that that goes into the same thing of like, can you compare? Like, we gave we give something like Black Panther a nine eight or a nine right. six, but well, we all did, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> give it a nine. Well, either way, you give it a nine, but like, is it? It is should it, be on its own. Scale. Is it really You're a right. nine? Like, you can't can, compare the character development in this to like three billboards. Yeah, for sure. Shape of Water, for sure. And I feel like maybe that's what happened a little bit. Yeah, so but they were so flat. I think that's why they were compared. Is because they weren't. That's why I'm a little bit glad that there's nothing like Shape of Water or Three Billboards on the Power Rankings list. So we can't just like fight with an actually amazing film. Yeah. Against Ready Player One picture, which I love. I love. I really like this movie. I no, want, I liked it too. Yeah. I really. I mean, I'm it. super excited to see it again. But I I really liked it. Um, but anyway, let's get into our. We're running a little bit long. Let's run in. Let's get into our um, scores here. Um, Dylan's gonna have to go first on this one. Oh no! Yep. <laughs> you don't get the benefit of seeing what we say first. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna call you out. I'm gonna say. Well, give me your book score, first. Oh, I know we don't normally do that. Scores, right. Sure, why not? I wish I could rate it like I do on Audible. Oh, like the performance, the story, and, and the uh, oh. and overall. You, like I gave Heart of Darkness a four today, and I gave. Kenneth Branagh a five, and then the story a three. Um, I'm not doing yeah. that. Well, whatever. Yeah. Um, the book I would give a is out of ten. Out of ten. Same, same scale. Same oh, okay. Uh, a five zero. Really? Ooh, I know that's not fair, but I'm biased. I, like I'd, I said, I, I'd give the book a I'd give the book a solid eight. I really enjoyed it, and I want to read it again. But it'll be I won't. I'm not gonna read it again this year, but I'll read it again next year maybe. <laughs> the book. Uh, uh, seven. Seven? Yeah. All right. Um, I'll start a movie then. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give the movie an 8.5. Eight okay. I, I really, really enjoyed it. It has problems. Are you typing it? Are you typing mm-hmm. my scores? Mm-hmm. Thank I you. you um, I, the movie has problems, but I really liked it. Um, I'm, I'm not thrilled with my placement of the power rankings i have it third yeah, you got it third so that's gonna be a problem um for you <laughs> yeah dylan you i don't know where you have yours uh i have to scroll i will i will say i'm pretty proud of myself because remember i added the percentages of what i thought each movie was yeah. gonna be i put 77 for this one wow i was almost right on the money you, dylan you have yours at eight Ron, i'm pretty you, happy with my Ron, placement. you also have yours at eight and uh hyde has his somewhere uh, hyde has his uh did he not rake it no he did <laughs> tenth Okay. Yeah. You guys are probably in the best spot. Hopefully. I mean, yeah, we'll see I, mean I guess we'll see. But so I'm giving it an eight five. Okay. What, eight what about five. you, Dylan? I would say seven five. Seven five. Seven Only five. because I don't Characters. know. It's it's hard because I don't I don't know what to compare it to. You have you to know? compare it to the other things on this list, like, uh, well, <sighs> Deadpool, Solo, Wreck It Ralph. You know, blockbusters. I would give it like a higher rating. You know, but I don't know. I mean, as I didn't a, connect with it as a true film score. Like, as a, as a film, it's probably like a six. You know, like a, as I just expected more. I think that's why. Okay. And I didn't connect with it. I didn't connect with any of the characters, and that's what I need. That's what I need to For like sure. be obsessed with a movie. With a movie. I need to yeah. be like obsessed with a character. Like Black Panther. 
Yeah. Right, I and you. I wasn't. I didn't connect with anyone. For sure. Right. Uh, 8-0. 8-0? Yeah. Okay. So, book, we all agree that the, the movie's better yeah, than the book. the movie's better than the book, yeah. I feel like that's blasphemous. I know, it I've sucks, because I like... I'm like, what? I no. like the book. Uh, yeah, be, uh. be prepared to have to defend that. Although, there's a, like I said at the beginning of the show, there's been a lot more book hate lately um, for the for the novel. Um, I don't see what you how you could defend the book being better. I, well, think about the person you're talking to, right? It, like, depend, it depends on the demographic. Say if it was Nick. I'm, I'm Nick grew up in the 80s, so he probably understood more of those references than you did. Well, the references aren't grounds to think something's better I as mean, like a story. To them, yeah. That's 100%. not a story. That's just a I mean, like get, a, a setting. Yeah, I mean, but if we're talking about the can, story, then the movie it can better. affect an it can affect a level of enjoyment. I think that's true. Like yeah. you know, like like war games. The war games part might have been super boring for you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying the enjoyment. You can't. You can't judge someone's enjoyment level you know right but like i don't know but well i so quality wise what, what we're getting into is the difference between enjoyment versus quality yeah uh which is we sort of run into Drastic that problem a lot yeah. a lot here um in in this company anyway like i loved it yeah well it's still trash you know like suicide squad there's plenty of people who love that movie but it's still trash it doesn't make it good mm-hmm. i like movies that aren't great so, yeah you know um, I feel like because you're, I feel like with you with this movie, your enjoyment's probably higher than yeah. your score. My my, I'm, my enjoyment is my score. My, my, my enjoyment's higher than my score, also. Oh, my enjoyment was like a nine five. I really enjoyed the crap out of this movie. I mean, but well, we can't start rating enjoyment. So like, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> um, but there's been a lot of book hate lately, and it has to do with um, sort of post Gamergate stuff. I was, I, I mentioned this on the article about an article that I read last week, and I said I misquoted. I said it was from AV Club. It was from Vox. Okay. Um, so it's not as credible, but still uh, decent. Uh, and they basically said that this is a '80s boy fantasy movie. In that, like every reference here is like, if it had been *Gem of the Holograms* and *Rainbow Bright* instead of *Blade Runner* and *Star Wars*, would it have been as popular? No. Right. Uh, and and it's and it's all from like the female characters in the book aren't treated well they're not real characters i mean the male characters are hardly real characters anyway but this it, the argument is that in sort of like a post gamergate cuz this gets lumped in with gamergate because of it's all video game related so right. in a post gamergate world lands a video game landscape this book becomes a little more problematic because it it sort of disregards women mm-hmm. and well yeah that's what i'm saying it it is i guess an homage to the 80s where that's was more acceptable you know right but Which you don't i don't think you should give it a pass i think you should you know reference the 80s but you know but adapt it, it and approve for it sure. for yeah. modern times I, I, I which completely he, did, he made no effort to do at all right right i completely agree like i mean like you, you go back and watch some of these 80s movies that people love like 16 candles would like, have been so hard to put some of those in there for other people that's that's just what it felt like it was very much like the author's fantasy you know right I mean, and there's yeah. other things that's like, what it is well that's it what could have been did. like i mean yeah you know i mean and that's sort of that's that's the author is halliday in his in his own yeah. you know creation it just um, feels like he wrote it for himself he did, yeah he absolutely did but um i feel like yeah they definitely could have taken this and and still had all the 80s tropes and stuff that people love but not be as better. yeah not as but be- I mean like but you get you get movies like I forget uh, 
there's like the well, there's a lot of 80 movie, 80s movies that people love that are super offensive. Oh yeah. Super racist. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, like Sixteen Candles has, a, has Sixteen Candles has a glorified rape scene in it right. that I is mean, supposed to be time. funny. You know what I mean? It's like you can you go back and you watch these movies. You're like, Whew. yeah. I, you know, it's 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 rough. Oh, Breakfast Club is what I'm thinking of. Um, but anyway, um, I I still really liked the the movie and the book. The book has flaws. The book definitely has a lot of flaws. Um, so does the movie. So does the movie. Yeah. yeah. So does the movie. They just have different levels of flaws. Um, but I I would I'd recommend watch the movie. Read the book first. Read the book first and watch the movie. Or I would recommend skip the, the book the, and watch the movie. Really? I say read, uh, watch, yeah, the movie, not... watch the movie, read the book. So there you go. Unless you're like a big fan of... 80s culture? 80s boy stuff, then skip, then don't read it. Right. There's plenty of other better ways to spend your time. Then Unless right. you just want like eight like escapism to something that is like fun and that you, you know, cherish A, a popcorn book? Yeah. Right. The, if that's what you're looking for, yeah. If you're, look, fine, if you're looking for like reading like video game novel adaptations, like the Halo books, or you know what I mean, like <laughs> that's what this is. It's like you know, it's it it in fifty years, this is not going to be literature, you know. Yeah. But uh, but I still enjoyed it. I think it's worth a read. Um, and it's not by any means poorly written. Uh, like um, I, I would never. Well. I, well, like okay. Prose, I, I can't. Prose wise, I was never right. like, oh man, like that was awful. Oh no 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 no, his language is good, but yeah. he. He he wrote himself into a couple of corners with like, uh, we, uh, I had a big problem with when he got himself arrested by AOI, and like I talked about this with y'all personally. It's like, it's narrated in a way that Wade sounds like he doesn't know what's happening, mm-hmm. and then it's revealed later. Oh no, I planned that the whole time. Right. I feel like he just sort of wrote himself in the corner and just didn't go back and fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you know whatever, but um, I still think it's a good book. Um, I still think the movie is enjoyable and a lot of fun. I know we said we weren't going to describe movies as fun, right? Yeah, that was one of my, like... New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions was not to defend a movie saying, like, oh, it's fun, like, you know, it's a good movie, but kind of going back on it a little bit. But this is an average movie. This isn't a good movie, but it's an average movie, but it's really fun. Yeah. You know. It's enjoyable, for sure. It is. Um, There's something we said from being able to make a fun movie, you know? Like, Transformers movies should be fun, but they're not. They're not fun. Right. Pacific Rim... Tomb Raider should have been fun. Yeah. But it wasn't. Pacific Rim was a little fun. You just need to be a little emotionally invested to have fun, I feel like. Right. I know people won't agree with that. I know, I agree. But if you're not at least a little invested in the characters and you can't yeah, have fun, you, you don't care, care about yeah, anything that's care. happening. Yeah, for sure. And you are in this movie, so. Right. Um, and I th- that's going to that's gonna one do question. it. For, oh, one oh. question. The one. The one question. The one Ace Amazer. Ace. Was that Michael Keaton's Batman or George Clooney's Batman climbing Mount Everest? What? So towards the end of the, the oh, fight scene, it was, Keaton. was it was Keaton. Well, it was. I couldn't tell. Honestly, it was tell. a silhouette, so it could be like eighties Batman what I'm or Keaton. Well, we saw the it wasn't like sixty six Batmobile. Yeah. in the beginning. So. Well, it had like the yellow logo. Did right? it? The, I the oval, Dude, I don't the remember. Oval yellow. I remember it was I Batman, and I that was remember. it. Because it was real quick. It was like, all right, cool. It was a silhouette. You I was can't like, see a face. Oh, it was Batman. Okay, and then that was it. And, but if I had to guess, I'd say it was Keaton, because he's more of an iconic Batman than they Clooney wouldn't is. Do, I don't think they would do Clooney. Yeah, Batman. Okay, well, there you go. And Keaton, it is. Keaton. That's that's what that's, I'm sticking with. I mean, it could be comic. Me and Acer are gonna see it Wednesday, so there you go. I mean, the Batgirl was Arkham. I didn't kiss the Batgirl. She was in several. I did kiss the Batgirl. Never mind. I had there a couple people ask me about Battletoads because they don't. For sure, yeah. 
I did notice a lot it's more. Like, I don't care about the, battle. This has a good like rewatchability. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I yeah. noticed a lot more. There's a lot of battle characters. I can't. I can't really? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. There's a lot. Once once it comes out, new rock stars does their little breakdown. It's gonna be. Oh fantastic. my gosh. It'll be a four-hour video. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be yeah. super long. Yeah, um, yeah. But but anyway, um, make sure um, you come in. We have some yeah. events coming up. We have free comic book day on um, May, May 5th. 5th. Um, I think midnight release? Yeah, for yeah, Action Comics. Action, action Comics yeah. on the 16th, April 16th. It's Thank a Monday. <laughs> yeah. I know because I can't Tuesday. work it. Oh, it's a Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I won't be yeah, here. Tuesday. No, then it's the 17th. Okay. I, won't, I won't be here because I'm oh. New York. That's the day I'm That's going. That's right. Um, so, um, so... Yes, April seventeenth at Westheimer only, as far as I'm no, aware. No, nineteen sixty as well. Now, okay, nineteen sixty. Yeah, uh, we're doing stores. midnight launch for Action Comics one thousand. Um, also the the debut of Bendis in DC. Right? Yeah. he's writing yeah. part of it. Yeah, that's it. Um, and so like we have ten different covers. Yes, like yeah. Superman through the ages. It's a different decade. For oh yeah, it's a, pretty that's cool. a good gimmick. And a blank one. And a blank. And a regular one. Not, the and blank one's obviously. for Jin. That's for Jin. They're all for Jin. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of good covers. Shout out Jin. Um, but so we have that we have free comic book day and at Westheimer we're gonna have um, Jeremy Hahn yes and Mike Mayhack I know for sure I, there's, a, uh, there's a lot and Oliver there's a, Banks and uh, Terry Moore's here right too? George O'Connor okay a lot is, of kids is Terry here? I think Terry so. Moore he's yeah, okay. here also there's like Man. five ar- Rob Guillory's here. here again? No, Rob yeah. Gil- was he in Westheimer? no he's not Mm-mm. I read that somewhere no, I don't think so no he was here two years ago or last well, year well then um, well, then. we actually talked about Rob Guillory last week. All the event pages are up on our Facebook yes. as of today. Yes, and um, you can look at each store's different free comic book day event, and you can right. see who's going to be there and what's going on at each one. And then um, we also have, let's see, I need the calendar because I don't remember the numbers. Um, so <laughs> on April twenty eighth, uh, Saturday, April twenty eighth, at the Sugarland store, we're having D and D in store from four p.m. to seven p.m. You got to sign up for that. Uh, it's only six slots. Um, a lot of fun. First one went over great. Uh, and then on the 29th, we have Hero Clicks. Whatever. I don't even want to mention word. that. Because yeah, yeah. Ho- you got to know how to play. Um, but the D&D is aimed at newcomers and beginners. So uh, come on down and talk to me. Come visit your boy. Come visit your boy, Michael. Come visit me. At the, at the Sugar Lane store. Uh, and don't <laughs> forget to follow us on Facebook uh, at Uncanny Universe Podcast. And, and uh, on Twitter at BRC Uncanny. And Vero. <laughs> no, I'm done with that one. I'm yeah, done. I'm done, fam. We're, oh, we're done, still on there. We're done with Vero. <laughs> Don't we're supposed to be stop. a mystery. <laughs> stop. Um, but yeah, and uh, give us your uh, top top yeah, ten graphic novels or top five. Top, or top however top, many. Or your top graphic novel. Be whatever you want. Give us give us a graphic give novel us, that you want us to mention for sure. Yeah. Because uh, we're we got our next two episodes are going to be uh, next week. We've got a, a news show, and then the week after that is the top ten graphic novels. So it's you've got two weeks to get that sort of information. Actually, no, you only no, have you got a week. week. <laughs> you got a week because we're recording it recording two weeks ago because I'm going out of town. Yep, yep. So um, make sure you come in or tweet or get us on Facebook. Send us that information uh, and make sure you vote in our poll because I want to know who's going to win. It's the Senate. But anyway, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate your support. Make sure you find us on Spotify there. We're on there now. That's really exciting. Um, And I think that's going to do it for us. Later, guys. It's Ron. It's Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 